BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me as always is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we begin this episode, I want to thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, which is just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. They have 18 widescreen TVs, a huge selection of beers on tap, a number of appetizers, uh, including the Mardi Gras shrimp, which is my favorite, and a number of delicious Menu items as well, or dinner items as well, I should say. Uh, baked grouper, linguine and mussels, brewed or fry, fried flounder. So if you find yourself vacationing in the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick Trust Tavern and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the Giant Insider sent me, like Joey Z did for us. It's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, the best shuck in town. Uh, first off, before we get going, Chris, I just want to thank everybody who joined the, the watch party last night. 66 people at one point. It was insane. Uh, thanks, guys. You, you made it. You made it as tolerable as possible watching that. Now, um, Chris, both of us had them losing. Uh, I had thirty-four seventeen. I guess from a point differential standpoint, um, I was pretty close. Right, it was thirty to, uh, thirty to twelve final. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought that that thirty to thirty-four seventeen would be the result of like a, a last <clears> second <throat> kind of touchdown that that got them closer. The strange thing about this game for me, Chris, and, and tell me if I'm wrong. Um, it felt like a game for about three quarters. Uh, and, and look, guys, the 49ers are immensely more talented. We have a number of problems, right? From a talent standpoint, from a look, from a, from a tackling standpoint, we'll get into it. But it felt like a game for three quarters. We were in it. I think Jones did all he could. But in the end, um, you know, the end result was not surprising. Uh, this is one of the best teams in the league. Definitely the NFC, um, but the league as well. And you just saw how far the Giants have to go to still get to that level of, of competition, in my opinion, Chris. Yeah, you know what? This isn't a matter of right and wrong, um, but I'm going to differ. Like you felt it was a game. I got to be honest with you. Even when it was 17-12, I didn't think it was. I didn't think <laughs> I still was looking at this game like when, when I went in this game. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's the feeling I had. And they made it when they made it 20 to 12 and, and all that. I, I understand the scoreboard said they were in the game and it's it's right. You know, you make a play, you could take the lead, whatever it might be. But that whole second half, even when they cut it, I, I was looking at it like, okay, it's nice. It's 17-12. Now it's 20 to 12 nines, but then I win yeah. this game. You know, that, yeah. that's the – look, Jerry, this is just my opinion. This isn't right yeah, or no, wrong. I guess I should say that the score was way closer than I thought it was going to be. Well, everybody – everybody, yeah. look, Jerry, you're right. It was yeah. a game. It was 17-12 yeah. in the second half. It was yeah. a game. Yeah. You just – you, you, I'm just telling you my opinion. I was looking at it like, okay, it might be 17-12, but I still don't think 
they have any chance of winning this game. That was a feeling I was getting. Yeah. Uh, and if Dable kicks that extra point, by the way, which he should have, in my opinion, I know. Uh, you right on ahead. Seventeen don't, point. Don't chase the points, man. Yeah, I mean, we both <clears throat> had a ten plus points, right? That we're going to lose by. And the Giants met. Look, in the first half and the second half, it was a game. It was a game on paper and all that. But but as usual, when the defense needed to get a stop, or better yet, actually just make a play, make a defensive yeah. turnover, somebody make a play. Um, they couldn't do it. The Niners went down the field, ended it, and all that. Um, you know what? Looking at the Niners, and even when it, when it was 17 12 or 20 12, you looked at the Niners squad. I didn't get a sense they were like, oh, man. This is a. I still got a sense like we got these guys. You yeah, know, Brock you know, Purdy. I mean, Brock Purdy seemed very comfortable when he was in the huddle, kind of laughing. Um, he didn't right. seem like anything was. He was worried about too much. Yeah, and he was doing very well against the blitz. Wayne Ooh. kept blitzing him, and Purdy kept hurting him. Yeah, I I put out the stats a little while ago. Yeah, very good stats against the blitz. Ridiculous. Last night. Um. So look, like you said, you know, we all know the Niners are a better team, but that doesn't mean you know you can't win a game against if you if you're playing a team. That's not your weight class. Right. So how do you win a game against a team that's not your weight class? And the Niners, Niners are like, let's just say heavyweight, the Giants are middleweight. I like to do it boxing. I like yeah, to sure. use references, you know? Yep. Um, well, you have to get some turnovers. That was one of my keys. They didn't do that again. And they had, uh, Chris, I'll talk about opportunities yeah. to get them. Yeah. I mean, in the first half. Three. They had like three, right, opportunities. One, you know, Dory just kind of sat back waiting for it. Kittle got over and knocks it down. A couple yeah. of the Bulls guys had uh, a couple of the Bulls guys had hands on. Could have made. They didn't do the job. They didn't get. No. They didn't. They don't have a turnover yet. Okay, um, you know, you guys like Xavier McKinney want to get paid big money at, uh, as a safety. So when you get, you know, the safeties that make big money in this league, they're, they're difference makers. They make plays. You know, he's not doing that. Matter of fact, he's not even making. He's not doing anything. Oh, he looks. Chris, this this is the worst I've ever seen him play. He right. looks terrible. So. You know, you have to make impact plays when you play a team that's better than you, especially yeah. on the road, especially on a short week. And they didn't do that. You know, they didn't do that. The defense, once again, couldn't get off the field in third down. And in that first half, on that second drive, when the Niners scored, a third and 13 and a third and tw- a third and 15, a third and 12, and two plays that missed tackles, wrong angles, wrong yeah. leverages, and they and they convert two long third downs of receiving. Yeah, one was the like the bubble screen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's inexcusable. Yep. It really is. And the Niners go down and score. So the Giants just can't get off the field on third down this year. Can't do that, I guess. And and to me, Jerry, speaking of you know, your point about it was a game and it was in the first half. The Giants had them on the ropes a little bit, Brock Purdy. He did not look good in the first half, Brock Purdy. No, not at all. You know, you know those boots. They love, Shanahan loves one. He'll run about fifty a game. Those boots. Giants were right up in there, and those boots yeah. played it well. Purdy was yep. unloading the ball a few times, missed a couple of guys like he did last week against the Rams. Yeah, he settled down in the second half, played much better. But in the first half, if they make a couple of plays, to your point, Jerry, about being a game, if they make a couple of plays in that first half, couple of picks, you know what? I would, I would have been there sitting there in the second half, going, "This is a game." Yeah, you know, we're right there because yeah, they might have even been tied or two points or whatever the hell it might have been if they would have made a few plays, but they're not. Right. They're not making plays yeah. through the first three games of the season. They don't have a turnover. They got a couple of sacks last night. Thibodeau got a coverage sack. And, and Leo, I think DJ shared the other one. Had a couple of hits, but once again, you know, really not doing the job up front. 
So Wink blitzed the crap out of him last night, and they got there a few times, especially in the first half. They got some good pressure in the first half, forced Purdy to unload. Yeah. Uh, second half, you know, but one of the keys too, obviously, was slowing down McCaffrey, trying to contain him a little bit. They didn't do that. McCaffrey not was at all. Him. Not at all. He was gashing. gashing. Even gashed Mitchell, him. I think Mitchell was gaining some yards. And, and you know what? You looked at it sometimes with with McCaffrey, he was like slithering in those holes, but. I saw plays last night that looked like they could have they could have got him around the line of a one or two yard game, yeah. but on tackles, nobody's wrapping up. Yep. Attitude, Jerry. Uh, tackling is technique, yep. and the main thing is attitude. And I just put a play on uh, Twitter. A Thibodeau just you know he oh. just reach puts his arms out a little bit. Guy bounces off him, gains another more yards. I mean, the technique is just horrific right now, and the attitude is just not fair, man. I lost that last night when I saw it. I, it was They showed that replay. It was right. such a bad play by Thibodeau. Uh, he was kind of grabbing him, and then he kind of let him go. And, you know, listen, man, I'm not trying to pick on the guy. And I'm, I'm not going to sit there and say, everybody's saying, boss, guys, let, let's relax. It's, it's, what, 19 games into his career. But if you're going to say primetime loves me, you, you know, you, you got to do, do better than that, man. Like, this is why people jump on him, right? And then makes the comments this week again. We get what he was saying that, you know, the, the, the fans got on him down 20 to nothing. And then all of a sudden they were cheering. Well, yeah, that's kind of how sports work. Um, <laughs> but, you know, look, aside from that, like you said, dude, the, the, the scary thing is, Chris, the effort just doesn't seem to be there. You don't want to question that. But what the hell else can you come to? What conclusion can you come to besides that? And then everybody's saying, well, is it because of training camp they don't hit? But the, the Niners don't either, right? Like, all these other teams don't do that either. So the, the playing field is kind of leveled there. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about, well, training camp is what it is. Yeah, okay. Well, the 49ers don't have this special privilege where they get to drill each other in training camp. So their tackling is really good. Yeah, they're not doing two of these. <laughs> right, right. So it's just, it's puzzling. And, and look, man, we were I think we were both more excited about the offense coming into the season. But neither of us, I think, you know, you'll agree, expected this defense to look like this. I mean, these no, guys, no. they look clueless and it looks effortless. There's no effort. That The fundamentals are terrible. Like, this is a DEFCON what, 5 or 1, whatever the bad one is right now on defense, dude. Pass rush is non-existent. I actually thought the secondary at first in that game was, was doing well. I really did. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then when they scored, it was like, oh, here, here we go. And Hawkins had a bad game. Look, he's a six-round rookie. I'm not going to kill him for missing tackles. It is what it is. But um, it, it, these guys look too tentative, Chris, just all, all, all across the board on defense, dude. It, it was disastrous. Yeah. And you know, there was a lot of contested passes in the first half. The Giants corners were there. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of contested balls in the yeah. first half. Uh, and then Debo did his thing in the second half, you know, but I mean, a few times you saw Debo last night, just doing a little in cut. And four guys bouncing off him, and he's gaining Horrible. twenty yards. Yeah, yeah. I know Debo's a big, strong boy, but that's inexcusable. Yeah, and especially when you got two safeties that are big boys themselves. Yeah, you know, Pinnock missing tackles left and right the last two games. Yeah, taking wrong leverage on screens. Angles terrible. You know, angles Ugh. getting caught up in blocks. Yeah. Um. Just right now, they're just the defense is not fundamentally sound at all. So you know, look you. You can't hit during a week, right? And his practices, you know, the union years ago, no more tackling in camps, no more two-a-days. Okay. Well, guess what? You know, it, 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 
it, it, you just see so, and it's not just the Giants. I mean, the Giants are really bad, but a lot of teams just shit, just terrible tackling, man. Yeah. Yeah. But the Niners, you look at them last night, and like you said, Jerry, they're not doing two a days. They're not hitting right. them for training camp. Right. Uh, but they, they're fundamentally sound, you know. Yep. Um, and the Giants got to get back. Dable just said it. He just met with us uh, on Zoom, and, you know, he says, well, we do tackling drills, you know, technique, you know, all that stuff during the week. We're going to have to keep doing it, you know, um, because they don't hit. Okay, yeah. so they don't hit. You know, years ago, you know, you're, okay, guys, put the pads on, get ready, you know. Right, right. And we're going to start hitting because you guys can't tackle on a Sunday. But not, those days are gone, yeah, but, you know, and all that stuff. And and I still think that's part of the reason why guys get injured early in the year. I really do. You see it oh, all I, I agree with you. I agree you see with you, it dude. all over the league. Yeah, I agree you know? with that. Yep. Um. So just like you said, the defense to me, this is the biggest surprise. Uh, of this early season, how bad they look. You know, last night, 400-plus yards. Purdy comes alive in the second half, missed tackles. Can't get off the field in third down. 9-16 last night, the 49ers. Red zone a little bit better, 205, a little bit better. But the bottom, Jerry, to have one drive where a team converts a third and 15 and a third and 12 or 13, whatever it was, that's just inexcusable, man. It's inexcusable, man. And, 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 and especially, Jerry, especially against a team like the 49ers. You just can't. So the Giants just didn't do what they had to do to beat a team that is much better than them. I think what's the, the biggest surprise to me, Chris, is the additions they brought in to stop the run, and it's not working. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Ashawn Robinson, mm-hmm. Nacho, right? Um, oddly enough, the guy who looks the best right now by leaps and bounds on this defense is Micah McFadden. Now, one of the games, I forget Dallas or, or the Cardinal game, he was missing tackles left and right. Last night, he looked like the only impactful guy, the only impactful mm. player on defense. Um, but that's the most disappointing, too. Like, Okereke looks you know, average to below average right now, dude. Uh, him flying off of, of, I think it was Debo on the one play was shocking um, on the one pass play. But you know, they're not doing anything to stop the run. The tackling is piss poor. I don't know where they go from here other than to get, I mean, like you said, get back to fundamentals. But, man, this is uh, this is uh, this is alarming right now, man. Yeah. And if it continues, this is going to be a five-win team. Yeah, totally. Oh, so yep. you have 10 days off? You got to yeah. reset the mind? Yep. And get that attitude, man. Yeah. And come out with some fire and go, you know what? You know, I'm going to put my helmet right now, guys up in his chest on a running play and drive him down to the ground. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, because I've seen too many guys kind of like these little arms hits and Hawkins last night, you know, one time he just kind of threw his shoulder and arm. Yeah. Terrible technique. And, you know, uh, Banks, even Tay Banks on one play, I think it was against Debo. Look, like he, he, he wasn't 100% committed to throwing that hat in there, you know? Um, yeah. And I get, you know, this is the NFL. And I, I'm going to tell you something else, dude. You know, look, Jerry, this is a playoff team, the Giants, this year, and they have playoff, and they have playoff aspirations this season. You know, this is the NFL. Nobody wants to hear about, well, you know, they were in, they were in the game in the first half, and the score in the second half, they were striking. They could have did some things. So, it's, so you know what? They're not as a better team, so... We were right there in the second half, so that's kind of a moral victory. I've heard, I saw that last night. No way. Yeah, not Stop especially when you look at the stat. Look at the stats, man. Stop oh my with God. that now. You know, yeah. you can't have that attitude, man. You know, the Giants were a playoff team this year, and they, and they, you know, they, they're looking to get back to the playoffs. So that stuff, throw that stuff out the window too. Yeah, and you look at the final stats, and that kind of indicative, indicative to me, Jerry. What the totally. right? 
I, I get it. They had a short field once, the Giants. They got that touchdown and cut it to 17-12. And, and short field because of a, hard, a stupid penalty on the 49ers, too. Right. A stupid yeah. penalty. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, and they had the short field. They went down, I think it was 30 yards, whatever it was, and they scored. Yeah. <coughs> they scored excuse me. And they scored. But, you know, the final stats was like sort of indicative, right? <laughs> they I mean, don't lie. It was they don't lie, and the film doesn't lie. And I put that out this morning about a lot of things going on in the defense, and the film doesn't lie. You know, I'm not. This isn't just my opinion. Just look at it on film. <laughs> you know, you know. So, so PFF came out this morning. And, <coughs> excuse me again. Uh, Sixteen missed tackles. It felt like it was more. You know, really. The last week there well, was fifteen. This it, week, last was 15. night felt like sixty compared to last week. Right. Yes. Right. It should have reversed the number. That's what I felt. Right? Yeah. Right, right. So it was fifteen against uh, Arizona Sunday four days ago, five days ago. Now it was sixteen last night. Um, so that's got to get cleaned up. That's got to get cleaned up. Just, you know, these are good offenses coming in here, man. I mean, the Giants have be playing. I should say the Giants will be playing some good offenses coming up. Seattle, Miami. Good luck with that. And Buffalo. You know. Right. Um, so, uh, and even Washington showed signs of life with their offense last week. And, you know, yep. with their new coordinator, the enemy, let's see how they, they might keep progressing and become a pretty steady offense themselves, well, you know, and all that. So, I mean, if you don't start cleaning this up, Miami and Buffalo are going to blow you out of the building. They're playing on the road against these two teams. They get very good quarterbacks, very good offenses. They're going to get their doors blown off, you know? It's funny what you said about film because I thought last night, if I'm Xavier McKinney, I'm wearing a blindfold. The next film session. I, I don't mean to pick on him, Chris, but this is a guy. We we talked about guys that need to step up this year if they're going to take that next step. And we both said Xavier McKinney. Okay, that sounds kind of funny because he's one of the best players on the team, one of the best players on defense, but he's got to get to that next level, especially without Julian Love next to him. And he's regressed to the point where he's almost unrecognizable to me. Uh, he At goes time, for. It yeah. seems like he goes for a strip every time. Uh, he makes a play here and there. He batted the ball down. I think last week. I, I, I think he batted a ball down against Dobbs, but um, this is the worst I've ever seen him. Uh, he's playing himself. I know it's early, but he's playing himself out of a second contract. He just is. Like, if he continues to play like this, there's no way you're re-signing him. Why would uh, you? And, and, and he's gonna, first off, he's not going to get any close to what he wants. And second, he's not going to be re-signed. He just isn't. Um, I just – I'm stunned at how poorly he's playing. And it's not just him, but – you said something before about Banks and Hawkins, like kind of half, not half-assing it, but they didn't go in for the hit. If the veterans on this team are not doing that, to me, that's that's that, that is such a piss poor example for the rookies. I know the rookies know they have to do that, but if you're seeing, you know, other guys on this team who've been around a while not doing it, it it's like, what what kind of example is that to lead for these rookies? I mean, look, they have to do a job, but that cannot happen, Chris. It cannot happen that one of the best players on your defense has looked as bad as he has. It's one thing to try to strip the ball at the goal line against Dobbs. But what I saw last night, I thought was horrible. I, I th He has to come out Monday night and mm -hmm. reestablish himself as one of the premier safeties in this league or an up and coming riser. But I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted at how disappointed I am in, in, in McKinney and his play so yeah. far, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not old McKinney. You know, it's just that he's one of the guys you look at and say, "Okay, right. we, need, we need impact plays from you." Yeah, right. And right now he's not doing it, which is a little, you know, he's playing on his contract year too, man. You know, yeah. and and like you said, if the season ended today and it doesn't, there's 14 games left, plenty of football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if I'm the gen general manager of the Giants and it's you know right now you look at it and go, well, I'm not resigning this guy. Yeah. You know, so he has to pick it up. I mean, he has in the past. He's 
you know, he, he has made a lot of plays in the past, but right now he's not. And that's one of the guys they look at to make some impact plays. And right now he's not, you know, um, who is, I mean, like I said, McFadden was the best defensive player on the field. He had four TFLs last night, 10 tackles. He had some missed tackles too again, but this is Jerry <laughs> at the end of a game. We shouldn't. And the next day we do this podcast to review the game. We should not be saying this. Mike McFadden was the best player on the defense. <laughs> right. You yeah. get what I'm saying? It should yeah. be. Leo was the best player on the defense. Dexter Lawrence, Leo. And that Dex is playing well. I'm not saying he's not. I thought Leo had a decent game. Too. Leo played better. No question. Uh, but we should be saying, hey, McKinney was the best player. He was all over the field. Uh, Leo, Dex, right. uh, right. uh, Thibodeau, or, or, right. or geez, forget about it. He's not on the field. But guys like that, that's who we should be saying, right? Even yeah. a hurricane, right? Right. Big free agent sign. Oh, Bobby was the best player on the field. We should be saying McFadden was right. the best. And that's two out of three weeks now that I said, I don't know about how you feel, yeah. McFadden was the best player on the, t- on, on the field. Yes. He led the team in tackles against Dallas at 10. It's not even close. So we shouldn't be saying that, Okay. Now, I'm happy for Micah, although he has to clean up some things, too. Mm-hmm. But he played much better than he did against Arizona, and he was the best player on the field. And I'm happy for Micah, but we shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. He needs to be a pleasant surprise, not someone we're <laughs> leaning on. <laughs> it's it's insane that two out of three weeks we said, well, who's the best player on the field, Jerry and Chris? Defensively, uh, Micah McFadden. What? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We're going to take a break. It's 20 minutes already. I take a break. Be right back after this. You listen to the Giant Insider podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. You listen to the Giant Insider podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz, biz Ignano. Want to stand with defense or you want to jump over to the offense? Now? Well, you know, let's talk about the offense a little bit. I think we kind of lane based the defense. Yeah, we did enough. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at the offense, and um, I know a lot of people ask about Jalen High, but look, they only had 45 plays. Dave's just came out and says, we had some packages. You know, we had some, but it just didn't work out. Um, now, he only played 19 plays out of the 45. And, you know, when you have 45 plays, you saw what happened with the Jets, too, last week. You saw they didn't get the ball to Greece Hall. This guy, who's complaining over there? Yep. You know, because when you only have 45 snaps, it's not, you know. So, you got to chalk it up to a few things. Um, you know, it just wasn't going right personnel-wise and, and only 45 plays. Now, that being said, you want to see Jalen. Even if he plays 19, you, you like to see him get targeted a few times. But whatever way to play develops, it develops. Yep. Uh, Daniel, um, look, the offense was what? The offense was get the ball out of his hands quick, right? That's why Paris Campbell made, led the team in receptions. Uh, Wandell made some grabs early on. They were using that slot, getting guys out of the slot, going after Isaiah Oliver a little bit. And they took a few shots with Slayton and all that. Uh, but obviously – you know, as the game went along, they were getting the 49ers were getting pressure. They had a couple of sacks. They were getting hits. Daniel had to get rid of the ball quick. Um, up front, look, they went with Lemieux. Over- real quick, before you go on, guys, there's a reason why Lemieux does not play. So anybody who thought he was going to be the savior at guard, he cannot pass block. You saw it last night, the liability is. And on the play <laughs> where Hyatt was wide open down the field, Daniel couldn't get rid of it because someone literally blew right. Lemieux up. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Right. Now, Jerry, you just took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> so, look, did he deserve that shot of a Glowinski because of the injuries and that they, they have no faith in Glowinski and Lemieux kind of finished preseason strong? Yes, he did. Sure. Okay. I'll give it to you. But he also showed last night 
that he's just not a starting guard in this league. Nope. Uh, he he. What what has always been the issue with Shane? Pass pro. Yeah. And it and and it came out again last night. Yep. Uh, the interior of the offensive line was definitely a big key going into this game against those monsters up front for the 49ers. And a lot of times they got whipped up up front. Uh, Azudo kind of held his own, gave up some pressures, didn't embarrass himself, though, you no. know, didn't no. give up a sack. And Evan Neal gave up a few pressures, played better and all that. I thought Evan Neal played pretty well overall. Yeah, I know he, tw- he tweaked that ankle yeah. uh, in the fourth quarter. Hopefully he's had those ankles. Hopefully he's all right. Um, look, Ballinger. Didn't slide over on Bosa to one play. Lee getting over there. Bosa gets the sack at the goal line. Yep. Daniel would like to have some balls back. Do a few high balls. Now, you could dis- you could argue all you want. You know, should Wallace caught one? Wallace should definitely caught the other two. He's six six. You got to climb up a little bit better than that. Could you know? You got people saying, "Oh, it's too high." And you got other people like me saying, "Well, looks like there's a couple balls that could have been grabbed." You know, uh, too. Uh, another ball off uh, what was off Wallace's hands, interception. So Daniel now has four interceptions on the season in three games, three of them with deflections. You know? Yes. Um, now, the zone, uh, you know, people, a lot of people, I see a lot of people like, what happened to his legs? And I, well, I'll tell you what happened to Daniel's legs uh-huh. was Fred Warner and Dre Greenwell. That's what happened to Daniel's legs. These, <laughs> yeah, guys they took away. Right. These guys are real fast. These guys are real good. And you could tell what Steve Wilkes was doing. He's like, their game plan was, um, well, they're not going to run on us, which we, which they didn't. Okay, and then the Giants. You look, you have to attack the Niners through the A. It's tough to run on them. Obviously, it might have changed. It would have probably would have changed a lot if Saquon was playing. But their game plan was like, well, we're not letting Daniel run wild here. Okay, so they mirrored him. Yeah, Greenlaw and Warner are real good. Fred Warner is one of the best in the game. Yep. So it wasn't fair for Daniel. You know, his own reason. I mean, he tried. He ran a few times. Actually, had a real nice play. Got out of the pocket, dumped one off the Brightwell. It is what it is. Um, um, not much time. Offense, 150 yards. Yeah, and total. You said the least in 10 years. Yeah, the fewest in 10 years. Wow. Um, 45 plays. And, 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 and look, you want more plays? You want different personnel packages? You want Hyatt more? Well, you got to convert in third down, right? They were 3 of 12 in third down. Yeah. That means the 49ers are getting the ball back. Niners with 9 of 16 on third down. You know, so I thought it would have been high. I thought it would have been higher. Yeah, it seemed like that, right? Because at one time Jerry was like eight to ten or something, eight eleven. Yeah. So the yeah. Giants got a few third down in the fourth quarter there, and kind of you know made it fifty three percent. But it, yeah. most of the game it was like seventy percent, right? And and not to land base the defense again, but like I said, dude, when when teams go up against us and it's third and sixteen, to me it feels like third and five. But it just feels like that. This is so convertible. But um, what surprise? Where I am on offense, Chris, with this team is like I I can't believe I'm here, but I. Daniel Jones is the least of my worries on this team on offense. Like yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't scare me at all. I, I, I think he's insanely accurate. Um, I think he's smart. I, I mean, look, I don't pay attention to a lot of what other people say, but somebody had a clip today of saying that Daniel looked scared last night. Like guys, he was reading a damn defense. You could tell he was looking over what they were doing. Who the hell like, said he looked scared? I saw something earlier. Oh, really? Yeah, like come. Oh, was that, on. The, was, that was that the video that was showing his eyes? Yes. Uh, what the uh, hell? Like you talk about making making uh, a damn mountain out of a molehill. He's looking over the defense to see what they're doing. Are uh, you kidding? Uh, th- Jerry, thank you for clarifying that for me because I caught the I caught that video. I saw 
uh, somebody from WFAN, right? Is that the one you're talking yes. about? Yeah, yeah, they put something about. I I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. All I saw yeah, was this scared. is the video. This is the video I'm talking about. And I, I, I Jerry, honestly, I was doing so much this morning yep. that I didn't really look into like what video are you talk. And I, then I saw people. Some people responded. He's reading the defense. What are you yes, talking about? That's all he was so, doing. Okay, so that's what it was. I'm, Jerry, thanks for bringing it up because I really didn't know that. So, yeah. oh, so the, so so the topic was that he he looks skit. No, yeah, no, yeah, Daniel, yeah, yeah. no. When you go up to the line of scrimmage, he looks the way he, he can't change his face. Like, get over yeah. it. Come on. When, when Give you, me a break. When, when quarterbacks walk up the line of scrimmage, they look left and right quick. They're trying to get a read on the defense. They want to see where the line, oh. where the mic is, the linebackers. And the secondary had the pre-snap look and all that. Scared? Uh, no, no, Daniel's not scared. He doesn't. Know and what. You know what? You could tell a scared quarterback when they're constantly throwing out. They're 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 leaning back when they throw, and they're throwing like they're almost like getting away from the rush. He doesn't do that. He stands in there, gets hit, you know, deli- delivers what he can. But look behind this offensive line, and they didn't play that bad last night. They were okay. I mean, for us, for what we've seen over the last ten years, <laughs> right. this was pretty right. damn good. But, but to say that, man, it's just my point is, Chris, he's the least of my worries on this offense. That's where I am with Daniel Jones. If you give him time, I have full confidence yeah. that we can move the ball and win games. Well, I think he showed that last week in the second half, right? Yeah. So they played two of the better defenses and they got whipped up front. For the most, you know, look, they didn't get whipped as bad as they did against Dallas. No. I actually thought it was going to be worse. I got to be honest yeah. with you. I thought it was going to be worse. So did I. But, you know, <laughs> 49's defense is real good. Mm. Um. But like everybody else, they, you know, Daniel has to have a shot too, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, no, Jerry, I agree with you 100%, bro. Not worried about it. I'm not worried about Daniel. You got to get him some help too, though. You know, I, got now, a, I, I got a question. Was there a few you. balls? I'm sure he liked to get down a little bit on Darren. Yeah. Yeah. Did um, that one um, in the fourth quarter, third and whatever. Yeah. I agree. You know, um, but Daniel Jones is not the concern of the offense right now. Nope. Okay. He's not the. I don't look at this offense and say, "Well, you know, we have guys wide open, but Daniel's missing him. He's got all the time, or he's got all the time in the world, but Daniel's just not making play." No, you know, yeah. no Saquon, no real. Look, the 49ers haven't given. I mean, I read a stat yesterday morning, which I couldn't believe. I had to look at it twice. Like, wait a minute, this can't be right, right? Yeah, yeah. The 49ers haven't allowed a 70 yard plus Russia in. 32 starts or something, straight games. Wow. They had a lot of Russia. Had no Running back to rush for 70 plus yards. And like, I looked at that stat, Jerry. I'm like, nah, this, this can't be right. You know, I'm looking up a ball. I'm going through like, I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, it's right. You know? Yeah, wow. So, you know, to say you're going to go in, <coughs> excuse, <coughs> excuse me, and run the ball <clears throat> a lot against these guys probably isn't going to happen. Okay. You got to beat them through the air. The Rams almost did last week, but the Giants couldn't do enough. Uh, but I look at Daniel, and I don't, I don't look at Daniel and say, "Yeah, he's one of the big problems right now." No, I look at the offensive line's got to get better, you know, and all that, and you, I mean, have to establish a run game, too, you know. Um, so let us start coming into play. Look, Jerry, I put something out last night. I don't know. You tell me if you agree with me on this. Yeah. Um, there's a very good chance they were going to be one and two. We talked about this after three games. We said, well, we both thought they would beat Dallas, and we'll go. You know what you want the 49 game we kind of conceded right we, we weren't talking like back in uh august saying oh well we I, we think they could beat the nice look you always played them don't get me wrong but we kind of conceded this game the four days rest staying out west the whole deal right we kind of conceded this game 
And then we were hoping they would get that Dallas game and kind of go into that Seattle game 2-1. and It didn't work like that. Of course, that was a very good possibility. It wouldn't work like that because Dallas is a good team. So they won and two. Luckily, luckily, <laughs> they came back against Arizona because this would be a very different conversation if they were 0-3. But, yeah, it would. Yeah. But one and two, Jerry, 10 days off. They're going to get some guys back, maybe even Saquon. Uh, to me, I, I know everything in this market is a big deal. But I don't care if it's a high ankle sprain. You know, the team put low ankle sprain. Saquon told somebody it was high ankle sprain. But he also said, yeah, it's a good chance I can play against Seattle. It's feeling much better. And Dave said that. So I don't care, Jerry, if it was a high ankle, low ankle. Because he might play against Seattle. Right. Now, if the Giants came out and said it was a low ankle sprain and Saquon's going to be out for four more weeks, I'd be like, well, what are we doing, guys? You're telling us low yeah. ankle. Meanwhile, it's high ankle, right? Yeah. yeah. But Saquon's, if Saquon plays the next game, I could give a crap less if it was low or high, the report. Right. This, to me, it's not a big deal, okay? Right, right. So you might get Saquon back against Seattle. He's a pretty quick heel. I can see that happening, okay? You're going to probably get Andrew back. You, you might even get Aziz back. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, no, maybe. You might get Aziz back. You're going to get I, I, I just I don't even consider him right now, but go ahead. I understand that. I understand. He's getting to that point, right? Like, okay, yeah. well, like like Kadarius Tony at times. Like, okay, well, let me know when he plays, right? Yeah, right, right. Right. So I, I put something else I – uh, uh, late at late at night, Jerry, I couldn't sleep. You know, you get you, you get <laughs> jacked up with these games, you know, and all that stuff. And you don't really, at least I don't. When I come back from the stadium, you, you're like, you're still like, wow, you don't get to bed at three in the morning. Anyway, yeah. you agree. I put, okay, the season starts now. I, I, Chris, I think I said it on the last podcast. <laughs> there one, did you? I'm sorry. I, I might have. Yeah, no, I, I completely, but I saw your tweet. I completely agree. Right, I may yeah. have, if I didn't mention it, I was at least thinking it. Right. I completely agree. One thousand so percent. I look at it, Jerry, like, okay, they got to clean up a lot of things. We'll see if they could do it. Yeah. Especially on the defense. We just discussed this for 30 minutes, me and you, right? So, um, <laughs> and they're going to get some guys back. Andrew will be back. That'll be huge coming back. Saquon, hopefully, on all that. And you play Seattle at home, Monday night game. You just embarrass yourself twice on prime time, basically. So you're trying to get a little redemption there. You got to get some more attitude. The season starts now. The season starts now, folks. Yep. I, I, yeah, if they're one and two. If they could beat a playoff team, Seattle, who's probably going to be two and one going into that game, um, then you could get things rolling. If you lose to Seattle on Monday night game, um, I'm going to say right now, the season's in serious, serious jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you got to go to Miami or Buffalo, okay, the following week. And you, well, Chris, they got to go there anyway. No matter, well, when you win a game and you, do a lot of things right, and you clean up a lot of stuff, well, that's a different football team going into Miami. You get what I'm saying? Totally, totally. So they, I believe, like, if they lost to the Cardinals, I think last night would have even been worse. I do. I, they would have lost to the Cardinals. Me and you right now be talking about, you know, the final nail in the coffin probably for this yes. football season. Yes. Yeah. But they didn't. They wanted right. to. Yeah. So the season starts – excuse me. got this thing in my throat today. The season starts – Um. <laughs> And no, it's not the missed tackles, folks. The season starts next next Monday night against Seattle, uh, and we'll see how they go there. And then they get, you know, and then you see from there on. So, uh, big game, <laughs> obviously. Big, oh every God. game's big, but There's some games big. are bigger than others during a regular season. This is a real big one Monday night. They have to win this game, or this season will probably spiral out of control. This one's huge. I had a question for you, Chris. When Thomas is healthy, does Azudu stay in as guard? Okay. Uh, Jerry, I could see him at left guard. Right. Oh no, I'm sorry, Brennison. I'm sorry, that's another guy, Brennison. Um, does he go to right guard? 
I could see it. It's going to be him and McKethan. I think Azudu is better than McKethan. I could see Azudu going to right guard. I think okay. Brennison will be back at left guard. Okay. Andrew, obviously Schmitz. And I think Azudu at right guard. And then Neil right tackle. That would probably be their best offensive line. Yeah. McKethan yeah. struggled a bit at times last night. But, but he's, he's like not noticeably not he's not noticeable to not me. noticeable like, yes like whereas Lemieux gets thrown around as you would say right like a beanbag right that doesn't happen to McEffin right. right right look he look he didn't play bad last night right struggle the time but God, you know you're talking about all pros in the middle of the line. you talk about right. they come at you with Hargraves and Armsteads uh, you know uh, come on you know what I mean I mean uh, so at times you're gonna lose some one on ones mm-hmm. he struggled at times a little bit. Uh, but didn't embarrass himself, McKeith. He's not right. embarrassing himself. He's serviceable right now. He's playing pretty decent. Yeah. I, I told you back in camp how much they like this kid, Jerry. Yep, you know, you I did. told yes. they, you. Know, so, but you asked about Azudu, so I believe, yes, I believe Brennison is back. You know, he'll be out of concussion program. He probably would have played if the game was Sunday. He would have played. Yeah. Um, and I think Azudu slides over to right guard. I do. I think that yeah. those five are the best starting offensive linemen. And they can settle it down a little bit, you know, get yep. it settled down a little bit and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and that's why I asked, because I like, I think Azudu's done a hell of a job at left tackle for what we, what we were expecting. Like, I, I really didn't know what to expect. Um, obviously you think he's going to go left guard? Or, or right guard, one of them. Right, oh, final oh, so right you think Brennison to be out? Oh, Brennison goes, what do you oh, think? No, no, no. What do I think would happen? I think when <laughs> Brennison comes back, he plays, but I think Azudu stays in for Glowinski. That's what oh, I'm so saying. you think he goes like I said? You did, like yeah, I yeah. Said, yeah. Oh, you think he no, goes right? My, I wasn't yeah. sure if you thought he's going to go to left guard for Brennison. No. Um, the only thing is, if they loved the job McKethan's doing, I don't know if they would keep him in and then Azudu, we'll but see. I don't think that'll happen. Hey, Jerry, look, look. This is why you practice during the week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is why you pra- look. I thought Kowinski was going to start a left guard last night, and he went with Lemieux. Yeah. So, Jerry, am I going to sit here and say, "Oh no, Jerry, you're wrong"? Look, it could be. It yeah. could be, um, it could be uh, Azudu a left guard, and it could be McKethan a right guard next yeah. game. Look, look, I'm not. We'll see yeah. how they do. No, we don't. We're not privy to that unless somebody leaks it in my ear. We're not, privy, and that's you know what I mean. Yeah, they might try that combination during the week, practice yeah. it, and then and when the coaches get together on a Friday afternoon, okay, what are we going with? That could be the combination. We'll yeah. find out next week. Yeah, I just think. The job Azudu's done at left tackle warrants him staying. Hopefully, warrants him staying in it at one of those positions because I just think he's 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 been better than I've expected. I mean, you're replacing our best lineman by leaps and bounds, and Andrew Thomas, and you've kind of held up. I mean, look, he, there's going to be some he's giving up some pressures and a sack here and there, but he's held up nicely for who we had to replace. So Absolutely. you figure that could translate to guard and keep him in now. You know, like let this kid play. You know, and over the injury from last year, so. Only gonna get, I think he's only going to get better, you would think. Um, I wanted to bring up something else on offense. Oh. And it's a nice guy to have, right? If Neil goes down, you could kick him out the right tackle. Right, right. right? If right. obviously we saw it already now with Andrew. Yeah. And, and you look at him and you put him a left tackle and say, you know, you're not doing this all game. Oh, here we go, third and five. Let's, say <laughs> Let's do a prayer, right? No. You, right. Feel pretty, you feel pretty confident <laughs> with Josh at left tackle. I don't I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jerry, is it safe to say? I hate to say it. Hmm. You tell me if you agree with me on this. I actually feel a little more confident with Josh pass blocking than I do with Evan Neal. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I was, I kept looking over at Neal all night because I was worried about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Zudu's been a, a pleasant surprise at left tackle for me in the last two absolutely. games. Yep. I agree. Um, 
There was something else. Oh, there's another guy. I don't need to pick. You know, this isn't like the pick on podcast, but unfortunately, it's I'm a little surprised at, at the production of this team so far. And one of those guys, Chris, uh, is uh, has been Paris Campbell. Like I, I, I don't know. You know, he he just seems there's no yards after the catch, and I don't know if he needs new cleats, but he had a tough time staying on his feet last night. Like, again, man, I don't want to come on here every week and and find flaws with with everyone and say nothing positive, but. It's been a little disappointing so far. And as some, someone that I said they should go get, and someone I predicted that, that would, uh, the 13 guys I predicted would come here, I got one for 13. Um, but he's been a little disappointing so far as well. That's all. <laughs> well, look, uh, he did lead the team who was receiving last night receptions, but you know, you look, you like to see it get a little yak out of him, right? You want to yeah, see, right. like, you see what the Floyd Eyes offense did last night with the yak. They had a ridiculous amount of yak yards, you know? Yeah. Um, you like to see a little bit more out of Paris. But, you know, uh, the routes he was running, made he made some catches. That, did he have a drop list? No, no. I don't think he had a drop list tonight. But, uh, look, that has to improve too, right? I, I like Wandell, though. He got some He got some snaps. You know, uh, Shepard, I think, only got one. I don't think Shep got more than two snaps last night. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of phased out of this, it looks like. Um, and Slayton and Hodgins didn't have a catch. I think he was targeted once. You know, like, like we just said, you know, a lot. Of, each game has its own story. Different yeah. packages, forty-five snaps, and all that stuff. So hopefully, Jerry, to get back in that sixty-plus snap next week, fifty-five-plus snap for the offense, and more guys get involved, and all that stuff against a Seattle team that always gets better as the year moves along. Because Pete Carroll's one of the better coaches, and and uh, I I want to I want to sh- freaking shoot myself because when we did the picks last week, that Detroit. Seattle game, man, I was going back and forth. I said, no way they come out bad again with Pete Carroll. And then they, both tackles were out, and I went with the Lions. I said, I went with you. I said, yeah, yeah, okay, we're going to go with the Lions. And all week, I wanted to go with Seattle like an idiot. I changed are, you sure, are you sure you did? I went with the Lions, yes. Okay. Because, only right. I can tell you right now because Seattle, both offensive tackles are out. And that's why I said, well, you know what? I think Detroit will get them there and they'll win this okay. game. But, man, I got it all week, Jerry. I was like, no way Pete Carroll's team comes out looking this bad two weeks in a row and all that. Anyway, yeah. point being, you know, uh, they probably won't make that mistake against Carolina at home again. Uh, and then they'll be coming into uh, Giants Stadium. You know, they beat the Giants pretty good last year. Julian Love comes back and all that stuff. Uh, that's a well-coached team. And, and they get better as the year moves along. That's a team that always get with Pete Cowell, So, All right, dude. One more break. And we'll be right back after this, guys. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back. Folks, listen to the John Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz, biz nano. So we can mark down Julian Love for one interception next week because that's always how that works, right? When someone comes back and plays <laughs> and they just play well. I, uh, uh, I think you'll see a much better team on that. I, I really I agree. And if, they, if they're not a much better team next Monday night, um, people are going to be looking. It's going to be ugly. So we'll see. It'll be episode 173, The Funeral. <laughs> um, uh, real quick. Uh, Gillen had a great game. I know he's, he, he's just absolutely booming the ball. Sometimes he over outkicks the coverage, but it worked last night. He averaged 52.7 on six punts and blasted one for 60. So cannot complain about the hammer right now. You know, he's really living up to his name. So <laughs> trying to find positives, Chris. I'm trying to find positives. And yeah. Graham Gano, 57-yarder, like you and I kick a five-yarder. Like he just absolutely blasted through the right. So there we go. All right. Um, anything else before we get to picks? Uh, no, that's it. All right. We've done enough for that one. All right. So you're up one. 
I forgot um, we're doing picks, man. I forgot. I I'm thinking the game. Yeah. I'm thinking this is just a review. Uh, You're like, why recap. did you take another break? <laughs> yeah. This, okay. I forgot um, about it. I forgot about it. It's Friday, man. I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm thinking it's Monday. Go ahead. So we're, um, you're up one after last week. We had a lot of different ones last week. You won three. I got two. And we were tied going in. All right. Uh, one o'clock, Falcons, Lions, Chris. I like the Lions at home. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Lions too. Ooh, a weird team and an ugly team right now. Chargers at Vikings. Um, I'll go with the Chargers. <laughs> Probably sleep. No. I'll go with the Chargers. I am too. They have to win sooner or later, but they are such a weird team. Um, Saints at Packers. I'll go. I'll go Packers at home. Yeah, I don't like the way Derek Carr and offense is looking. I'll go, I'll go with the pack at home too in that one. Oh, Derek Carr is a gold jacket, right? That's what Colin Coward said, put it the put the gold jacket on him right now. He said that like last year or the year before. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, no. Uh Texans at Jaguars. I'll go Jaguars. Jacksonville. Yeah. Same. Broncos at Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins at home. For me. Oh, you're you're thinking. Here we go. You ready? I'm going to go with a Broncos upset. All right. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, Titans at Browns. Browns, huh? I thought they were going to go with the Titans. I thought they were going to start off 2-0 for the first time in forever. Um, But I think I still picked the Steelers. (laughs) Actually, I think I still picked the Steelers last week. (laughs) uh, Because I just think Tomlin wasn't going to go 0-2. I'm going to go Browns at home. And you, that, the Titans one is the one you won last week. They played somebody, and you said, "I'm Char- going." I'll go with Vrabel. Yeah, Chargers. Yeah, over the Chargers. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, Bills at Commanders. Man, if, if Washington um, wins again. Yeah, yeah. Look, Washington coming off a nice win, come from behind. But I still, I like the way the Bills look last week. I thought they scaled back their offense a lot. And the big thing with the Bills, I, they got Gabe Davis involved. They got to get that number two receiver. They did last week. I like the Bills. Me too. That's because I'm rooting for him too. Uh, still one o'clock. Colts at Ravens. I'll go Ravens at home. Yes, sir. Ravens. Richardson. Hmm. Still hurt. He's out. I don't, he's yeah. not playing. Yeah. 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 It's they be have terrible. a better shot with Minsu, in my opinion, with that game. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Patriots at Jets. I mean, this, you talk about a, a, a look, I know it's week three, but the Jets have to win this game, dude. They really do. Like psychologically, they got to beat the Patriots. I'm going Pats. Well, I'm going to go with the Jets. I'll tell you why. I think they finally beat New England um, because I think the weather's going to be crappy still Sunday, um, and the Jets could run the ball better. Uh, I don't like the way New England played the run last week. Um, Raheem gets 100-plus yards. I like the Jets. I think Brees Hall and Cook, I think the Jets' defense will do it. I just don't like this New England offense much. I think the Jets finally beat New England. I'll go with the Jets. I think Zach Wilson's going to do something that just cripples that game. We'll see. Yeah. Not, I don't love Mac Jones either, but I mean, he's yeah. If, if Mac Jones, I just on the think Jets, Jerry, this game comes out of the Jets D and Wilson not having, not having to lean on Zach Wilson, and that's why they win the game. We'll see. Um, Panthers at Seahawks, four o'clock. I'll go Seahawks at home. I think you will too, probably. Yes, I think you just said it. Seahawks, yeah. The the biggest disappointment in the league, maybe the Bears at the Chiefs. Oof. Chiefs at home. Both, I think we both. <laughs> I think we'll both be there. Man, Going what a disappointment. Well, they've been a disappointment, the Bears, man. Uh, Cowboys at Cardinals. Man, they, they suffered a loss with Diggs, huh? Ooh, that's a shocker in practice, man. Wow. That's, that's a huge loss. Uh, but they'll they'll beat Arizona this week. Yeah, same, same. Uh, 8-20 Sunday night, Steelers at Raiders. I'll go with the Raiders. 
You'll go I'm with the go, Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers <laughs> on the road. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and again, two Monday night games. Eagles at Bucks. I love the Baker Mayfield story. He's the best quarterback in the league on third down. And the Eagles are going to beat him. Yeah, I agree. Eagles. I'll be rooting for the Bucks, everybody. But you know. Oh, obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Rams at Bengals. Something's got to give there, right? The Bengals. The Bengals going to start off 0-3? Probably no. not, but I tell you, Sean McVay, man, he's just showing what a hell of a coach he is. I know. Um, I, I, Yo, Burrow's hurt, man. Um, He's not moving well. I'll still go with Cincinnati at home. I think the defense will make big plays, but, dude, I tell you, it wouldn't shock me to see the Rams go in and beat them. But I'll go with Cincinnati at home. I don't think they go 0-3. I'm with you because I just don't think they're going to go 0-3. Right, right. <clears throat> um, Someone tweeted at us. And said, you guys should start doing points. I almost wrote back, guys, you think I'm going to keep track of the point spread and write all this down and make sure like, yeah, yeah guys, we're going to, this is hard enough for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I, get, I get my ass handed to me year after year with just straight up wins losses. So yeah, yeah. I'm not putting points in the It's just fun, here. folks. I don't want to worry about the point. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, anything else? No. So I guess we'll do one show next week. Uh, there's no yeah. recap. So we'll do one. Uh, maybe we'll have a guest on. And we so might do a live stream. Maybe. Okay. Um, Maybe. Uh, okay, so Jerry will work on that. Um, we'll probably have a guest on that's going to be with us, um, recapping and talking about the Giants and talking about the next game against Seattle. So we'll work on that. Hopefully, we get that done. Um, and that's it. We'll see. And, we'll talk next week. And folks, the live stream has to work for for like all three of us, right? It's probably going to have to be at night. So if the guest says, you know, during the day one day, it's like, well, then we're probably not going to have a live stream because everybody's working. So right, it all has to come kind of come together. But the possibility of it happening is there. So um, again, guys, just want to thank you for the support all along, supporting uh, the YouTube channel. If you haven't, please subscribe. And uh, again, the, the live stream last night was a smashing success. We did lose, so we'll, we'll, we'll play that one week to week to see if I'm doing it again uh, this week. But thank you all. All right, guys. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. And don't forget, season starts in 10 days. There you go, baby. Nice.